Good morning and welcome to Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. I'm your host, Pat Donovan. Good morning and hope you're doing well on this Sunday. It is going to be another nice day today. Actually, not as hot as it has been. Temps are going down. It's predicted to be 74 degrees today with uh, wind 6 miles an hour, a few passing clouds, otherwise generally sunny. Uh, Humidity 60%, a UV index 6 of 10 And the sun rose this morning at 6.22 a.m. and will set at 7.57 p.m. Tonight will be 56 degrees, mostly clear, low, and uh, they just said 56. Winds light and variable. Uh, 70% humidity. The moon will rise at 7.37 a.m. and set at 8.54 p.m. Monday will be uh, mostly sunny, 79 and 60. Tuesday, 86 and 62. Sunny, um, again, 84 and 60 on Wednesday, 76 and 59, partly cloudy on Thursday, 72 and uh, on Friday, mostly cloudy. Saturday, uh, 3rd, partly cloudy, uh, mostly sunny on next Sunday and Memorial and Labor Day, excuse me, Memorial Day. Labor Day, the 5th, will be 76 and 59, mostly sunny. And Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday will be 70, 79. 79, 78, and the high 50s at night. So it's going to be nice, and the temperatures are starting to come down. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, finally. I can turn off my air conditioning. You can uh, probably hear droning in the background. (laughs) We got some really good news uh, stories for you, and uh, I think you'll really enjoy them. If you find yourself drawn to an event against all logic, go. The universe is telling you something. That's by Gloria Steinem. Very, very interesting. A startup is using recycled plastic to print 3D print tiny um, prefabricated homes in L.A. for about $25,000. I want one. Me, me, me. Uh, An eight-year-old girl gets to chat with an orbiting astronaut using her dad's ham radio. Um, A man stores rainwater since 1976 and has collected 6,000 liters to get him through a drought. Uh, And breakthrough might finally destroy the harmful forever chemicals in our water. That's all coming up on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. Let's get into our music. Here's I'm All Ears by Cindy Bradley. Boom Boom by Gerald Albright. You Send Life by uh, Rachel Farrell. And Lazy Afternoon by Regina Bell, right here on Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch.
What a beautiful voice, Regina Bell on Lazy Afternoon. With a little bit of summertime in there, if you recognize that a little bit. Not, not too bad. A startup is using recycled plastic to print, 3D print, excuse me, tiny homes for $25,000 prefabricated in L.A. They're really cool. you got to see these things. They're 3D printed homes and they're prefabricated homes. Take the best of both technologies. Throw in a groundbreaking use for discarded plastic and you have a genius idea. Born in Culver City, the startup Azure is mostly using recycled plastic water and drink bottles to create homes that are 90% complete by the time they leave the factory. By blending the manufacturing speed of 3D printing with the assembly speed of modular possibilities given by prefabrication, Azure's houses are a game changer for sustainably for the, the for sustainability in the housing industry. Very cool stuff. The startup says it can build homes 70% faster and 30% cheaper than the traditional home, and that's pretty wild. Sorry about that noise. Um, and the 3D printing methods uh, for the printing of the floor, the roof, the walls of its models inside the factory. Practically all that's left to be done in the build site is to connect the prefab panels to each other and the foundation and connect the utilities and voila, you're done. In April, Azure unveiled what it called the world's first 3D printed building with recycled plastic materials. It was a small addition meant to be marketed as a gym or outdoor office. The price was $25,000, while the larger accessory dwelling, or ADU, <laughs> all these acronyms, or what essentially is a one-bed, one-bath, comes at about forty grand. A rush of pre-orders for ADU has left Azure's Culver City factory backed up for three months. As it waits for the rest of the equipment, it needs to begin mass-producing the homes. At the moment, the company has a number of partners who provide plastic waste recycling from industry, but it hopes to shift more towards plastic waste generated by us consumers. Then by December, Azure hopes to have 14 of their prefabbed houses arranged in a community in a partnership with an L.A. real estate company and by 2024 be able to manufacture bigger ADUs. Once the concept is firmly established and revenue is stable, they also want to turn their technology towards ending homelessness, which is at epidemic proportions in California. And yay, yay to these people. Let's do it for veterans, too. 3D printing is more efficient way of building, and it should be only get it should only get better as we develop the processes, technology and materials further. Co-founder Ross McGuire told Business Insider, I can only see it becoming more and more prominent in construction 
as we move forward. What a fantastic idea. Isn't it cool as anything? Well, anyway, it's called Azure. You can go to their site, Azure Printed Homes. Very cool. You got to see this. And excuse me, AzurePrintedHomes.com, which also the link is there on um, the uh, goodnewsnetwork.org. This is just totally amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to see this stuff. All right, there you go. Let's get into our music. Here is By My Side by Jeff Lorber. FTB, I don't know what that stands for, but Robert Glasper does it. Soft Words by Maya Misa, which is, she has a very beautiful voice. And Flipside by David Bradshaw Jr. right here on Smooth Jazz, your prefabricated 3D printed Sunday brunch.
It's Ladua. Ladua. Give me play play that beat again. Will always be so please. 
I got a couple of songs that got ahead of me because I stepped away from the studio. So Flipside by David Bradshaw and then Sunday Strut just got done playing by Blake Aaron and Najee. And uh, so we only got two songs for our last, uh, but that's okay for the end of the set after I read this story. Eight-year-old girl gets to chat with orbiting astronaut using dad's ham radio. Some old tech was able to make new connections for a little English girl who got to speak with an orbiting astronaut after her dad hailed him on a ham radio. It was August 2nd when Isabella Payne had just settled down for her beauty sleep. But her father, Matthew, know that, knew that since they shared a passion for space and radio communications, a brief opportunity to hail American astronaut Kajel Lindgren was not to be missed. Dragging Isabella out of bed, the pair ran to the radio bench. I was like, why are you doing this to me? I need my beauty sleep, Isabella told CNN. On Wednesday, aboard the International Space Station, a ham radio station is maintained, so astronauts can occasionally talk with people on the ground, usually schools through classic radio communications. Such exchanges are typically brief with operators giving over their radio's unique call sign, a name and location, a thank you and a goodbye. However, when Lindgren, who just happened to be passing over Kent that night, heard Isabella's name and age, his voice changed from routine to joyful. The astronaut took to Twitter and said it might have been his favorite contact so far. I've had a lot of fun using the Eris amateur radio station NA1SS on the space station to talk with ham radio operators all over the world. I've even unofficially worked stations on all continents, but this may be my favorite contact so far. Thanks, Isabella. And that was it. You can read the rest of that story on uh, goodnewsnetwork.org. Just look at the little girl and her dad in front of their ham radio bench. Here's our last two songs for this set. Day Drive Time by 480 East and uh, Blue Moon by Skinny Hightower right here on Smooth Jazz. Out of this world, Sunday Brunch. 
second half of Smooth Jazz Sunday Brunch. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, we're, well, let's get right into our music. I have a, a little bit of a scratchy pot over here for Channel 2. I may have to switch to Channel 1. But that's okay. We have those extra channels for those reasons. All right. So let's get into our music and not waste any time. Here comes Sir Duke and Stevie Wonder, Just Like Music, by Ben Tankard. Amazing by Cool and Clean. People Make the World Go Round by Bob Baldwin, right here on Smooth Jazz, Scratchy Pot, Sunday Brunch. You got the idea. I'm making this up as I go along.
Talk about water reclamation, huh? Man stores rainwater since 1976. I was 16 then, and it has 6,000 liters to get through drought. Even though the English government recently announced a ban on garden hose watering in the west of the country, Peter Harden has kept right on hosing worry-free. That's because Harden has been storing rainwater in large catch thanks tanks. They can't even spell it. <laughs> Large catch tanks for almost 50 years, and with 6,000 liters or 1,500 gallons of water available to him, his paddock is the greenest on the block. An 82-year-old retired teacher, Peter Harden, has lived in his bungalow for 52 years and said he installed his first rainwater catch tank after the famous English drought in 1976. The keen gardener noticed droughts in the UK were getting more intense and became inspired to take precautions by he and his wife's holidays to Europe. Our holidays abroad in Europe over 50 years frequently included cultural visits to ancient Greek and Roman towns, said Harden. We were always impressed by the huge number of domestic underground cisterns that the Romans et al. pre-built to catch rainwater for very dry summers. With this experience in mind, I grew increasing, increased, I gradually increased the number and size of the rainwater catch tanks until about 15 years ago when I had nine 375 liter capacity tanks fed directly by rainwater from the bungalow's gutter. But why such dedication? Peter lives in one of the driest areas in the UK. The clay beneath his property in Ingoldsby, Lincolnshire, does not does hold water but as soon as the uk gets a drought the clay starts to crack now the region is experiencing the worst drought in 26 years and to protect the municipal water reserves a hose pipe ban has been introduced in parts of the west country we live in an area with the lowest mean rainfalls in the country we get a circa of 22 inches per year said harden who about eight years ago supplemented his nine catch tanks with two more 1,000 liter or 250 gallon intermediate bulk containers before adding another pair just recently. The bulk containers sit at the bottom of the garden and are filled directly by the garden hose from some of the 375 liter catch tanks. Using electrically powered submersible water pumps, I pump water through a garden hose from one of the tanks through a spray attached to the garden hose, he explained. As the level of water fills in one tank, it levels out in the others through gravity feed in the interconnected pipes. Three of my original 375-liter tanks have since become, since become unserviceable, and I am waiting to replace them. I also am trying to buy two more 1,000-liter bulk containers to increase my water storage volume. Not slowing down, he says he aims to be storing 9,000 liters soon. We over here in Concrete, Washington, with all the rain that we have in the northwest from September through April, if you put 15,000-gallon catch tanks, um, Rado Reclamation tanks fed by gutters, or just let them fill with rain, we'll get over 15,000 to 20,000 gallons from October to December. And that's just three months. Pretty amazing stuff, isn't it? So anyway, that's something to think about. Let's get into our next set of music. Here is Silk by Rick Braun, Green Eyes by Marcos Ariel, Set Me Free by David Bradshaw Jr. 
I think I already played that one, but that's okay. You can have it again. And Mr. Chow by Acoustic Alchemy.
an interesting song, isn't it? Mr. Chow and Acoustic Alchemy. Let's get into our last story here for um, <clears throat> today. Breakthrough might finally destroy the harmful forever chemicals in our water. FAS is a group of manufactured chemicals commonly used since the 1940s are called forever chemicals for a reason. Bacteria can't eat them, fire can't incinerate them, and water can't dilute them. And if these toxic chemicals are buried, they leach into surrounding soil. Now, Northwestern University chemists have done the seemingly impossible. Using low temperatures and inexpensive common substances, the research team developed a process that causes two major classes of PFAS compounds to just simply fall apart, leaving behind only benign end products. The simple technique potentially could be a powerful solution for finally disposing of these harmful chemicals. Yeah, interesting stuff. We didn't even know that they were there, did we? Um, <clears throat> so anyway, PA, PFAS has become a major societal problem, said Northwestern's William Dictal, who led the study. We wanted to use chemistry to address this problem and create a solution that the world can use. It's exciting because of how simple yet unrecognized our solution actually is. PFAS, or per and polyfluoroalkylized substances, have been used since for 70 years, actually, as nonstick waterproofing agents. They are commonly found in nonstick cookware, waterproof cosmetics, firefighting foams, water-repellent fabrics, and pr products that resist grease and oil. You know that Teflon-based pan that you have? I think I did an article about this. If that stuff breaks off in your food, guess where it goes? In you. Get rid of it. Just get regular pans that are silver. You know the ones I'm talking about. They're made in and they're really cool. And I guess they're made in the United States. Whatever. Over the years, however, PFAS have seeped into drinking water supplies. Although the health effects are not yet fully understood, PFAS exposure is associated with many adverse health, of health effects. And the U.S. EPA recently declared several PFAS as unsafe, even at trace levels. And there is more about this, a lot more, on goodnewsnetwork.org. You can read it. Please go and take a look. Uh, here's our last set of music, and uh, it's called... Camel Rise by Bobby Hutchinson, Sway On by Pieces of a Dream, and Blues for Basses by Don Shirley, the incomparable pianist that the movie The Green Book was actually written about, if you look that up. That's really cool stuff. Um, with Viggo Mortensen and Mahershali Ali, and it's a fantastic movie. Here we go with Camel Rise. <laughs>
go. <laughs> There's a little bit of a dry spot there right after that. That uh, I we was able to squeeze in another song for you, Baby Coffee. And uh, anyway, so there it is. That's the end of our show for today. And I hope you enjoyed it and the stories. Uh, really good stuff that I find, isn't it? Yes, wave your hand and say yes, Mr. Donovan. That was so good. Anyway. You take care. Have a great week coming up. It's going to be a lot cooler, and things are going to start uh, just going downhill from here. And we can turn off the air conditioning, open the windows, and just start enjoying the fall air that will be coming in. There's only about uh, 20 days left until uh, fall starts. You know that? And so, anyway, we'll see you right here next week on the radio. (laughs) 